So this is your first time here at Angry Dog, huh, Mike? What do you think, man? Deep Ellum, classic burger joint, one of the one of the classic restaurants in Deep Ellum. Yeah, I don't know why I've never been here. It's been here forever. I know I've always wanted to stop in. But first time, first time for everything, right? Now they they're known for their hamburgers. I think we saw on the outside that the. They, they had the best burger in 2012 and 2013, D Magazine or something like that, or was it the Observer, or a bunch of different publications, I'm not sure. Yeah, they've got a ton of accolades listed on their menu, over 30 different uh, like local awards and, and accolades like that. Of, uh, Reader's Choice, Best Hot Dog, Best Neighborhood Restaurant, you know, Best Burger... Best greasy spoon, all kinds of stuff. What do you think you're gonna order, man? They've got the big Nate burger. They've got the regular, yeah, I guess, old fashioned. They've got the uh, yeah, the burger and the big Nate's burger. I think I'm gonna go with the big Nate's burger just because that's apparently when you come to the Angry Dog, that's that's what you're supposed to get. Yeah, I guess that would be a that would be a deal. I think. I think I'm going to go with the D-Best, the burger. Just because yeah. it is, that's supposedly the one that's D-Best. Yeah. yeah, but I, it is basically the your classic original cheeseburger kind of thing, which I definitely, I definitely love. So I will definitely try to remember not to order, or try to order it without onions. <laughs> I don't know if that comes with it or not. I think I think we might be ready to We might be ready to order, man. Yeah. I want the Nates. Uh medium. And what do you want for your side item? Uh y'all have onion rings? Yeah. You wanna do the rings? Yeah, I'll do rings. You got it, man. For you? Man, I think I'm gonna go with D best. The, the, the original burger. <laughs> Let's go with medium rare for me and I'm, no onions, if you will. Got it. And that's cheeseburger. That's with cheese, right? Uh, you want to add cheese? What add cheese. Let's like? uh, do American. American mayo mustard. Uh, mayo mustard, good. Your fries good? Yeah, it'll work. Cool. Thanks, sir. Right. You want a beer or anything? You okay, man? Uh, yeah, I want the uh, family trip. Hey, this is Michael asking you <laughs> to subscribe to us, Banter and Burger Podcast, on whatever podcast platform is your favorite place to listen. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and many more. There's one with radio in the name. I don't even know the whole entire name, but it, if you listen, you probably know. It's like radio... Something radio hoopla, radio hooskow. I don't know, but you can subscribe to us there, and that's the great thing about it. I don't have to know the name for you to subscribe to Banner and Burger Podcast. You know what else you can do besides subscribe? You can like us, and most of all, you can give us a five star rating.
because my son, Elijah, Hi. wants to go to Baylor. Baylor University in Waco, Texas. It's a private university. So I need the money. Okay? I don't know how subscribing to a Banner and Burger podcast <laughs> and rating us a five-star rating helps that. But I'm just putting that out there. So subscribe, like, and review and rate us on your favorite podcast app. Help me. Banner and Burgers. Out. You know, the only thing missing at this restaurant is there's no uh, no soccer match on TV today. Yeah. That's all right, because there was a soccer match on TV yesterday. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. How'd that go? So I uh, was substitute teaching yesterday and raced home uh, to get to my recording of uh, Liverpool versus Barcelona, second leg of the uh, semifinals of the Champions League. Barcelona, unfortunately, took it to Liverpool three to nothing in the first game. So I thought we were toast. I thought we were toast yesterday. Yeah, I, I I felt like we could do something yesterday. Being at Anfield, Liverpool's home, you know, has home field advantage. Their their crowd, they say, you know, there's nothing like it. Um, but it was a magical night. Like the commentator said, this may be the. Uh, you know, again, being fairly new to European football and following it, I don't unfortunately know all the the great history and legacy of the of the club. And um, but they they've referred it, they've referenced the magical European nights at Anfield several times. Yeah. Uh, and and yesterday, even though I can't speak to the history, just watching it on TV, like I could feel like this the the stadium i could feel the electricity yeah it was so loud even the commentators had to comment several times on on how just loud or thunderous deafening it was which you know that can i would think a club like barcelona has probably played in environments like that before and they're the top players in the world i mean messi vidal suarez who actually played it Liverpool and, uh, and knows, knows Anfield well and Coutinho uh, but dude Liverpool dominated the game from uh, the from the very beginning they won four to nothing which in a match like that when it's two games you it's it's on the composite score aggregate score is what they call it so they won four to three they beat them by a goal and it was just crazy Liverpool was down two men, their their best two strikers, arguably. Mo Salah and Bobby Firmino uh, were both out with injuries. Salah is concussed, and Bobby Firmino has some undisclosed uh, muscle injury in his leg. They've never really said exactly what. Uh, but anyway, their best two strikers were out, and they still managed to score four goals. Their mid- midfielder, Jeannie Wijnaldum, scored two. Uh, and uh, and the, the fourth goal, the fourth and final goal, I texted Kenny. I was like, dude, you he wasn't able to watch live, so I said, you have to find a video of the final goal, which was obviously the winning goal, and it put them ahead. Cheeky and as hell. It was, it, was, it, it was a masterful trick play, but, I think is yeah. all you can call it. Football, baseball has trick plays. I've never really heard of a trick play in soccer. 
so much, but uh, so it was a corner kick, and the guy that was standing there to take the corner kick motioned for another guy on the field to come and take the corner kick. So that guy, um, the one closest to the ball, uh, Oxley, Ch- no, not Ox, uh, Alexander Arnold. Uh, they got two guys with hyphenated last names. It was Alexander Arnold. Starts walking away from the ball. He takes about four paces as Shakiri is coming from probably 20 yards out. So the whole Barcelona defense kind of gets lax. Half of them turn their back because they're like, oh, he's walking over to take the corner kick. You know, we got about 20 seconds. Ox, uh, Alexander Arnold takes four steps away, turns around, bolts back, kicks the ball. And I seriously, there was only one defender even ready. Uh, caught everybody off guard. I think it even caught uh, Shakiri off guard, who was coming, walking to take the, <coughs> the the corner kick, or he just was really good on selling it, as was uh, uh, Alexander Arnold. But anyway, perfect kick. Uh, Arigi just boots it in. He barely really even had to do anything uh, and to kick the ball in, and it was. It was like a dagger in the heart of Barcelona. They showed Messi's face, and it was just like he didn't know what hit him. He did not know what happened. I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody from Barcelona for sure knew what hit him. Well, they protested. They, I think they even went to the ref. They're like, "Is that legal?" Right. And well, uh, I think it was. It I was think legal. a lot of Liverpool fans were worried that it was illegal that we maybe we're going to get called back on that somehow, or you know. And then Liverpool has a has a lot of haters out there, so. Anytime we do something that is a little bit, you know, controversial, boy, the people who do not, <laughs> the people who do not like Liverpool, um, they jump all over us, and uh, we have to endure that that uh, that onslaught of criticism, whether we do something right or do something wrong. But either way, it was an awesome match. I didn't get to see it myself. I was. Um, Otherwise preoccupied, but um, definitely saw the highlights. And one of my favorite moments, kind of post-game, searching through Instagram and Twitter and just the different social media um, I guess, sites that I follow and you know the, the Liverpool sites that I follow, was at the end of the match, all of the players, coaches, and I think a lot of like the – Maybe the subs, super subs, and people that are kind of on the bench, they all gathered at the um, at the 10-yard box, or what do we call that, um, and were facing the cop. Six-yard box, I'm sorry, six-yard box. They were facing the cop, and the cop was singing to them, and they were singing to the cop. Explain. The, it's, the, uh, he's not talking about a police officer. Explain what the cop is for those that don't know. So the cop is a very famous term for one of the ends of the uh, the Anfield Stadium, where uh, traditionally or, or years ago, the the history is that it was a place where you could get basically standing room only tickets. So everyone else around the stadium had their seats, their their normal. Ticketed seats, but the people at that end had to stand. Now it's since been filled in with seats, so it's not um, for for safety reasons. It's, it, um, it's not. Sorry about that. Everybody, thank you, sir. Oh, thank you so much. That looks wonderful. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm a uh, man. I'm jealous now. I should have. That's the big nade, man. I should have known. Should have known. The big nade is big. Dude, that looks amazing. What you got? You got your onion rings. So what all is on the big nade again? And I need a menu because I don't remember. It's got. So instead of a cheese patty or cheese slice, it's a crumbled cheddar cheese. It's got um, chorizo, which is amazing. Chorizo. Got like a half pound patty, I think. Uh, Then there's a slice of, has the shredded cheddar cheese on top of the chorizo, then the burger. Then below the burger is a pepper jack slice. It's got red, fresh red onions, jalapenos, tomatoes, lettuce, and then it's got Nate's uh, special, or not Nate's, Angry Dog special uh, hot sauce. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I might have to have a bite of Jalapenos, pepper jack, uh, bacon, if I mention bacon, which I can already tell the bacon's crispy. That's a big deal. I hate kind of limp, you know, not fully cooked bacon on a burger. I think everybody can agree with that. Right? That's all I got to say right now. I want to take a first bite. All right. And while he's taking his first bite, I'll finish my history of the cop. So... Whenever it's the cop is referred to in Liverpool, it is a uh, it's a reference to that end of the stadium, and the people who sit there are they have a huge responsibility because usually the game uh, Liverpool plays to the other side of the field in the first part of the game, and in the second part of the game they always come back to the cop. So their score their scoring end is the the end where the cop is. And for by the, the way, half of the game. Tottenham and uh, Ajax are on right now, apparently, over there in the other. We're going get to that, get that TV turned on over here. Yeah, so we Tottenham can watch. and AI play, and whoever wins um, that game will. That's who Liverpool will face in the Champions AI, League final. AI, also referred to as Ajax, Ajax. What other names do they have? Because it's a really well, it, difficult name to pronounce. It's, it's, a, it's pronounced AI, just like we would pronounce the uh, initials for artificial intelligence, but it's spelled Ajax, like the Ameri- yeah. the cleaner, the household right, cleaner. Right, I always wondered but, if that's where it's actually from. But AJ- AI, or Ajax, but no, AI is in uh, Holland, in, in Amsterdam. So it's the top flight club in uh, the Netherlands. So Very cool. That's Very why cool. it's pronounced AI. That's the... the uh, what is that Dutch? I guess. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going, Holland. I'm, yeah. I'm losing my. Uh, you can't remember. Vote. Yeah, I can't remember. All right, <laughs> it's all good. All right, well, we're gonna take a little break here. We're gonna get our first bite, second bite in, and we will be back in just a few minutes. Hey, this is Michael. Reminding you to find us on your favorite social media app. If you're on Twitter and that's your jam, look us up at banter, the letter N, banter N burgers. Because there wasn't room for and. If you're on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us the same way by searching at banter and burgers, all one word, 
at Banter and Burgers on Instagram and Facebook. Find us there and have a conversation with us. Tell us where you'd like to see us review a burger in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. All right, so first bite of the Nate Burger. It's a huge burger. I could barely get my mouth around it. First bite was great. It was mostly burger, but it's a... Uh, uh, ordered it medium. We got just a burger and bun and a hint of uh, cheese and chorizo. Good first bite. Second bite? Go for it, man. All right, second bite, because Kenny's got a mouthful, so, <laughs> of burger. Yes, sir. Yep, going good, man. Second bite, got more into it. I got the jalapeno, the cheese, and the chorizo, which the chorizo just adds a great flavor that you don't normally get on a burger um, with the, the spices and the chorizo and the, the heat. The chorizo has a little bit of heat, and then the heat from the jalapeno, and then the meltiness of the cheddar. And then, of course, the, got a little bit of red onion and uh, pepper jack cheese. So just just crazy amounts of flavor in this burger. Uh, but they're all good. I'm definitely super jealous right now because I decided just to go with the traditional cheeseburger. And because, uh, to be honest with you, that there's a lot to that burger, i got to tell you. But that said, I will go ahead and share my first bite second bite here um so definitely have the traditional cheeseburger with the uh half pound patty american cheese lettuce tomato pickles i've got mustard and mayo on mine and i even dipped in a little bit of ketchup today and uh boy the the flavors just mesh together perfectly it's a juicy burger, but not too juicy, not too not greasy or anything. Although I do fear, I'm going to tell you this right now, Mike, I do fear the bottom bun getting a little soggy situation possibly coming on. So first bite, excellent. I'm going to take my second bite, and while I do that, Mike, before you take that bite of your onion ring. What do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to say? What is... Are, is that game on, or, or do we need to get them to get it on over here? I don't know. I'll ask in a minute. But in the meantime, the jalapeno is really kicked in. I can hardly talk. It, that jalapeno is a fresh, hot jalapeno, and it hit the back of my throat. Wow. Are you saying jalapeno? Jalapeno. Jalapeno. I don't know what I say. What? Here goes Kenny. He's gonna <laughs> point out something that I'm that I'm doing wrong. Man, I I just gotta say I've just I haven't heard it pronounced jalapeno. Is that the feminine version of it or? Oh no, I've moved on. I'm eating my onion rings. <laughs> They're the thick kind, you know. I mean, different places have different onion rings. These are the thick, uh, you know, thick round, a lot of breading. They're great. Dip them in ketchup. The thick kind are the best kind. And, uh, Trying to cool my mouth off with a little uh, ketchup from the, the, the that jalapeno last last jalapeno was killing. I think I got a seed stuck in my throat because it just won't go away. I keep getting that little can't talk right. <coughs>
restaurant. We're all into the game, so we, we learned a lot and had a lot of fun watching everything. What, it, what Italian restaurant was it? Uh, it was out in Denton, so uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was off University over way off. I went to Slunk. <clears throat> Bari's? So. Was it Bari's? Was it Bari's? It might have been. I remember a Bari's there. This is 2003, so it's been a long time. But we did go to a place called Bari's. It was right on the corner of University and something else. No, it's yeah, that whole neighborhood changed. I went back to that area, and I'm, like, lost. Like, there's so much growth. That Razor Ranch came in right after I left there. That was, like, in our backyard, basically. Oh, shit. Already. Oh, I actually oh already gosh, scored. Oh my gosh, they already scored. Well, I actually is up one to nil. It's amazing that you brought up Tim Howard because <laughs> I'm a ama- I'm I'm surprised I'm not an Everton fan because I I love Tim Howard and I don't think I realized that he played for Everton yeah. when I picked when I decided to follow Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's like man, I really love Tim Tim Howard, but I cannot like Everton. I can't have anything to do uh, with, with yeah. With so Lukaku, he was one of my favorite Lukaku oh, yeah. that I never oh, wear yeah. anymore because dude, that dude <laughs> did y'all so dirty. Such a monster, but yeah. I was like, no, no more. So it, I only wear that. It's a, it's a yellow alternate from two years ago. And I'm okay. Like, that's my state fair shirt when I'm eating mustard. <laughs> so that's the only time I wear it once a year. Oh, yeah, awesome. that was rough. Tell us a little about a little bit about my Angry Dog. What's that? Tell us a little bit about Angry Dog. Uh, it's been here since 1990. Uh, we're one of the neighborhood has gone through a lot of changes. Like every 10 years, is a cycle. Um, right now it's not a huge, I mean there's all these high rises coming in, yeah. change the little neighborhood. Right. Uh, it used to be, I mean it still is, but it used to more so be a lot of artists, uh, musicians, they're starting to get paid style with the, the increase of rent. Uh, I started here in 07, I was living at the Camden's here for like 750 for a tiny little, you know, 600 square foot, but it was uh-huh. great. Uh, a year and a half later that went up to a thousand, and it's, now it's like 1400 I think. So, it's getting bad. People ask how it changes, yeah. yeah, they ask how it is, I'm like, that's good money wise, but that's too, I mean, I'm not all about money. Um, kind of lost the soul in the neighborhood in that sense. Um, there's still a lot of artists and, and people doing cool murals. They're all from local artists. All the murals you see around here. Um, but yeah, it's always been a music, uh, music art uh, district. Uh, I used to be in a band when I was in high school. This is the first when I was 16. The first time I told my mom I was going to the next town over and came to downtown. This is all here in Deep Ellum here. So yeah, a lot of a lot of people are very close to this neighborhood. Um, is is this Angry Dog known for hamburgers or hot dogs? Uh, I never have figured that yeah, out. Yeah, it's kind of bold. The actual name, Angry Dog, is a fishing term. That's why I got the big marlin here. It's, uh, I guess when you're fighting a deep sea fish, it's called an Angry Dog. I didn't got know that three years I didn't either. Here. <laughs> I was just like, why don't we have like a little mascot dog? And then they're saying that whole story about the fisherman and stuff. So yeah, that was the trip. Um, but yeah, the dog and the burger are pretty much A1, AP. When people come from, they've never been here, I'm like, Try one of these. I gotta try the dogs. Both great. The dogs a quarter pound all beef dog with our homemade chili, which is phenomenal. Uh, and then yeah, the big mate. That's awesome. That was actually uh, we had a contest a couple years ago, uh, creating your dream burger. So we had three winners. They would get their burger on the menu for a month. That one was so popular that we just kept it on our menu. The guy that is named after Nate is from Ohio. Like I don't even know if he knows it's on our menu when we use his name and stuff. That's awesome. So that's a cool trip for him. If he ever comes back to <laughs> to Deep Ellum and he's like, oh, my burger. <laughs> Um, I figured it was either named after Nate Newton from the Cowboys yeah, or uh, a lot of think it's a there's a place called Nate's up in Addison. Yeah, I thought, well, maybe place. that's, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe there was some connection there. I don't know. <laughs> we do have a few menu items that are like that. Like Jennifer Salads, our old GM's wife. Okay. Uh, the Grifter's Queso was named after an old regular. He was friends with some of the, the GM and the owner. He ended up putting stealing money. They found out over time he was stealing a lot of money. So they named the, the Grifter's Queso after him. He kind of came up with that idea. So it's a little backhand slap. 
Um, but yeah, there's a lot of little inside shirt jokes and stuff like that. But yeah, this place is one of the older kids on the block, and we're about to hit our 30th anniversary next year. Um, have you guys been to Avers down the road? We're gonna head over there maybe here, yeah, maybe this evening. Really yeah. um, they're more of a hockey puck style, like just fat fat burger. Okay. Really good there. Um, and that's one of the other another old places. Like if you want to get a vibe in here, it's country music, which I'm not a fan of. But every time I go in there, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's right. Country, yeah, I like live any live music. I love. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Friendly people. It's a fun spot. It's a good little chunk out of the what the neighborhood's like or used to be like more so. Tell me your name again. Eric. Eric. That's right. Eric. Sorry. Alright, very good. Well, man, man. You picked a good day for burgers and dogs. We've been selling a lot of chili, a lot of chili dogs, and it's raining like today's, this. <laughs> today is one of those days, no doubt, no doubt. It's an old building, too, so we got the charms of the. Sometimes it'll flood through here when it rains really hard. Oh. We get all that dried up before people come in. <laughs> nice. Like we love these old buildings, but yeah, sometimes you have to deal with that. And there's not a lot of old buildings here in Dallas compared to like Chicago or, you know, some of the older cities. Right, so, right. And that's what's sad about the, I mean, Dallas seems to be knock it down, make it shiny and new. There's not a lot of history down here. True. working hard to keep these actual facades and buildings here. We're a little worried though with all the history. <laughs> Where this will stop. The money's coming in forever. <laughs> Say your burger has avocado on it? Yeah, it has avocado on it. I totally missed that earlier, but it needs it to cut through the, the jalapeno. AI or Ajax or Ajax is already up 1-0. I can't believe this. Tottenham. I don't know if I would. I almost want to see Tottenham get to the final. That'd be pretty fun for them, too. I just want to see Klopp and how he would strategize against a team like AI. And, you know, I mean, we've already seen him play Tottenham. And, um, and in fact, uh, I can't think of his name. They've got a defend AI as a defender, real young defender. I think he's only 19 maybe or something. Uh, the lighter, or how are you? I'm not sure how you say it. There's been a lot of speculation or rumor that uh, – Liverpool go after him in the summer, so I kind of like to see him in action too. I saw a rumor of him maybe going to Man U the other day, actually. Too, of course. This is there's always rumors going around, so you never, I never know what to believe. Yeah. Once a guy make kind of hits uh, a rumor that he's going to one of the top flight clubs, it seems like after that, there's rumors that he's going to all of them. Once a guy kind of breaks out and and the rumor kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because even if he wasn't going to go anywhere anywhere before that, he almost always ends up going somewhere after the rumor gets started. Even if he wasn't necessarily going to do that, it seems. So it seems. Yeah. So, Mike, I have a question for you, man. Tell me about I – will, I will take one. Thank you. Tell me about your thoughts on D-Bellum. We're, we're in D-Bellum. We heard Eric just now talk about a little bit of the history of it. 
What do you think about when you think about Deep Ellum? Because I love coming here and having a burger, but there's so much more to this this area of Dallas. Well, I started coming to Deep Ellum when I was in college, and back then it was a lot more, uh, I wouldn't say seedy. I never, I don't ever remember being down here, like from 92 to 96, feeling like threatened or fearful or anything like that. Um, but it was edgy, you know. I mean, being a little Baptist uh, church kid, it was felt edgy coming down here and hanging out and uh, you know going to going to shows. I mean, down here, Deep Ellum is. Uh, in one form or fashion, always been an entertainment district, an arts district. Um, back then, it was it was trees like uh, uh, clubs like Trees and Club Clearview, Club Dada, um, and uh, more. I can't even think of uh, Blind the, Lemon or something like that. The Blind Lemon, yeah, the Art Bar. Um, so you had all these little to medium sized venues. And clubs, so there were always multiple bands, multiple concerts, multiple shows going on till late in the night. I remember there was a really scary, to me at the time, uh, record store on a little side street. Uh, I think it was off of Commerce and a side street called Thunderworks. And it was like when you went in, you were it was like you were about to have a seizure. It was always death metal, like really, really heavy death metal playing. And there was a strobe light like that was connected to the music. So you couldn't even look through the records like easily because of the, because of the, the strobe light going off and on. <laughs> and of course, there were never any bands. I didn't recognize any of the names of the bands or on the CDs. Um, or the music, but it was just kind of one of those, again, edgy places to kind of go in and be like, oh, are you tough enough to go in there? And I remember one time actually being in there and a black cat like ran out from underneath like one of the CD racks and that was was kind of a freaky experience. But, uh, But anyway, back then it was people, a lot of people thought it was rough and and maybe it was, and I was just too naive to see the rough side. And but like I said, I never felt, uh, you know, danger or in danger or threatened. And then when I moved, we moved to New Mexico and then Colorado after we got married, my wife and I. And uh, when we moved back to Texas, I came down here to see a show at the Door, actually a Christian club called the Door. And so now I'm a grown man coming to Deep Ellum, where I'd come a lot as a college kid and I actually did feel uh, nervous uh, to say the least it was it was a lot different environment at that period in time which would have been around oh oh five oh six maybe Um, and uh, like when I was when I was in college I don't really remember that much of a police presence because they didn't necessarily need one but then skip ahead to around 05 or 06 when I was down here there was a police presence a lot of cop cars driving around a lot of cops on bikes um, but I actually felt more um, I don't know maybe it's the psychology of cops be- being around and thinking oh why do they need all these cops but I don't really think it was it was just a, a lot of the, 
just the vibe on the streets, the people standing around on the streets, and it was a lot more crowded, and it was maybe a certain clientele, and just a lot different, and then now it's really, really trendy, like you heard, uh, what was his name, Eric? Yep. Eric talking about the, the how the prices are going up, the, the buildings, the rent, the leases, it's all going up, it's incredibly trendy, um, I have been down here quite a few times with uh, Kenny or my buddy Sean or even, uh, it's been a while now, but buddy of mine, Jeff, wouldn't, you know, I, would come down here. I think I went to Eight Airs with Jeff. Uh, I'm not sure. All right, so, uh, yeah, Eric was talking about... Uh, the rent and leases everywhere is going up. There are certain, I don't think it's one, there are several uh, development companies that have come in and uh, bought up a lot of the property. And they actually, I know for a fact, they have approached certain business owners and, uh, and businesses and uh, given them the option of either staying in their lease and switching up their concept to a concept that this a development company wants to bring in or okay you can stay the same but we're gonna jack up your rent we're gonna raise your rent um, you know to triple what it is now you know and then the, the business owners forced to be like well I, I can't stay in business for that and they're like exactly so they either got to get out or they've got to change their concept um, which I mean I guess I can understand a certain aspect of that from a business standpoint bringing in some diversity so you're drawing in more of a, of, a, of a diverse crowd you're drawing in more money more dollars more activity but it's getting to the point where I don't like coming down here a lot when I've come to some big shows on some big weekends um, like I saw Willie Nelson at the bomb factory worst concert of my life I was there I was there oh yeah Kenny 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 took me it was his tickets but uh but uh it's, Thanks for remember that. It's uh, of course we live in the day of Uber and Lyft, so maybe it's not as big a deal. But you know, I I drive from two hours out of town, so it's not like I'm gonna take an Uber or Lyft. So I come, you get down here. There's nowhere to park. It's confusing on where to try to park, and if you do find a a place to park, it's in a parking lot where they're charging you, you know, twenty, fifteen, twenty bucks to park. It's a lot, it's just a lot different. I've had some weird interactions with people to where it went from when I was in college not being fearful at all to being, you know, in my late 20s to kind of being fearful but not really having anything threatening happen to now, more recently, even being in situations where maybe I wasn't directly threatened but it was, I definitely felt like it could turn into or esc the situation could escalate, which is kind of funny because it's way more cleaned up. It's way less seedy looking, but it's just, there's so many people down here, you're bound to get that element, I guess. I don't know. And there's so a I reason. I miss the old days, is what I'm saying. I'm that old man now that misses the old days. And, and uh, actually, there's a reason why I asked Mike about Deep Ellum that goes beyond just the Angry Dog because we're down here for a reason. Why are we in Deep Ellum today, Mike? 
Oh, because we were guests on a, another, a friend's podcast, a mutual friend's uh, podcast. I would say a mutual friend of Kenny and more of an acquaintance of mine. Uh, but a we friend were, now. A friend now, definitely. Aaron DeLeon. Yes, sir. Uh, his podcast is called The Tamale Mafia. Love that name. Excellent name. Uh, so that from henceforth forward... This podcast is going to be called the Burger Mafia. <laughs> Not really. The Tamale Mafia's cool name, Aaron. Uh, thanks for having us on. But we came down and we met with Aaron, hung out with him in a co-working space in Deep Ellum called the Common Desk or Common Desk. And that place, if they're looking to sponsor a podcast, obviously the first choice would be Aaron's because he actually records out of there. But second, if you guys are looking to sponsor, sponsor a podcast and want to want to talk to us at Banner and Burger, you can Banner and Burgers. You can email us at bannerandburgers at gmail.com. Uh, any sponsors can do that. Absolutely. But we we were down here just shooting the breeze, shooting the bull with Aaron. Had a fun time on his podcast, and then after that, we hopped over here to uh, Angry Dog to try their burger and record an episode. Which has been an excellent choice, by the way. Excellent choice. Been an excellent burger. But we definitely do want to give a shout-out to Aaron today and let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by the Tamale Mafia. And you can find him on what what uh, what what platforms is he on? Do you know? I know he's on iTunes or uh, podcast or iTunes. Probably Spotify. Spotify. I know he's on I think there. I found him on Spotify, yeah, so I uh, was not prepared for this segment. I always tell Kenny we need to write up a little... Uh, what is that called again? What's that called? Yeah, family trip. I'm going to try I always tell Kenny we need to write up a little outline, and he's like, well, we don't want to script. We don't want to be scripted, and I'm not talking about scripting the podcast. I'm just talking about at least knowing where we're going so that if I uh, get asked a question like where can you find... Uh, the Tamale Podcast, Ma, uh, the Tamale Mafia Podcast. I would be able to tell you, uh, but instead, I'm just going to say, you know what, listeners, podcast world, everybody out there with their ears on, we live in a day and age where you have everything at your fingertips. It's called your phone, and Kenny has it too, and he can he can Google almost any information in the world that he might want. That's a subtle. That's a subtle dig at me. I think I did on one of our first ever episodes. Told you to look it up on your phone or something like that. Which again, it's we're both big ticket listeners, big T ones of uh, AM thirteen sports radio. Uh, AM thir- what? Did, I messed that up, didn't I? Thirteen ten the ticket. <laughs> and uh, anyway, that, that's, a big, that's, that's a big edited out. That's a big. That's a big Danny Bayless. Danny Bayless is real fun at telling people that they can just Google something. They they have it. Look it up on your phone. Look it up on your phone. So. Well, it's been a great experience at the at the Angry Dog here in Deep Ellum, and. Uh, but we are, we're going to wrap this, uh, brought this uh, podcast, broadcast, I almost called it a broadcast. We're going to wrap this podcast up at this time with a little final review of the burgers that we 
enjoyed at Angry Dog. It's been a great day, great time at Deep Ellum, great time at the Angry Dog. So, Mike, man, what? Give us your final review, man. This this burger you had the. What, what, what was your burger called again? I had the Big Nate Burger, and it was uh, ginormous. Um, I'm going to give my burger a five. I almost thought about dinging it a little bit because it was so big. But, um, no, I mean, can't do that because the flavor was out of this world. I mean, it had chorizo. It had shredded cheddar cheese. It had, I think I failed to mention up to this point, uh, avocado, and then burger, Another slice of pepper jack cheese and then lettuce, tomato, onion, uh, jalapeno. So it was uh, it was a great burger, man. It was uh, hot and spicy, as you can imagine, with the, the jalapenos and the pepper jack. But and the chorizo added some uh, spice and flavor and saltiness, man. But it was a good burger. It was um, it was a uh, little pink in the middle, which is great. So I like it. Uh, and the bun was the bun was good too. Five, I give the big Nate at Angry Dog a five. My mouth is watering just listening to that. Just all the ingredients. I did not choose to go with the big Nate burger. I simply went with the more of an original cheeseburger uh, today at Angry Dog, and I will give mine a four point seven five. Uh, it was definitely a great burger. Um, maybe not the you know, quintessential experience for me, but definitely a great experience. It could be, and remember, we when we rate these, we always take into account the actual uh, the atmosphere, the staff, which we, they were all great. It was a good time, and always a good time, just kind of hanging out at Deep Ellum, just taking in the historic, um, you know, perspective of Deep Ellum and everything that's going on all around us. So we had a great time, and um, Mike, man, any final thoughts on? Uh, Deep Ellum, thank you so much for giving us a history, a historical rundown today. We're able to kind of get that in there, and Mike gave us a lot of information there. So I'm, I may have to go back and listen to this just to kind of get, kind of get it, remember a little bit about what everything we talked about. Uh, my only comment about Deep Ellum is, man, support, uh, support Deep Ellum, and uh, support your local music scene. Go to some local shows. Go see local bands. Obviously, you see, you know, bands when they come through nationally, too, but uh, support whatever, wherever you live, support your local, uh, you know, there's usually always a music and art scene, support that, and uh, go go see a show, uh, get a tattoo. <laughs> and as, as always, give some love to Angry Dog, give some love to Liverpool, and uh, give some love to, I guess, Tottenham. I guess we've we've uh, figured out that they are going to ultimately advance into the uh, final round with Liverpool. So we just kind of found that out a little bit later here today. But uh, all right, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you must be talking from a time machine or something.